Hi, this is Reverend Jason DeVoe speaking from uh, Fordham Congregational Church in Cambridgeshire. Hi, how are you today? Uh, Today in this podcast, I want to address something that keeps happening again and again and again over the last six weeks is people's fear of the unknown, people's fear of what's going to happen next. And especially for those who don't go to church, but there are also those within church who struggle with the times that we're living in. I've said this before, and I'm very sure I keep saying it, but people keep asking me the same questions. Like, are we in the last days? Are we coming into the last days? Have we begun Armageddon? Uh, Is this the apocalypse? And uh, am I going to die? And there are very, very difficult questions to answer, and I'm not speaking this podcast to try and be glib about it or excuse or dodge a bullet, if you like, uh, within people's questions. I think people in these days need to be solid in their faith. And for those who have no faith or struggle with faith and don't go to church, those people need Jesus Christ. And that's to be honest with you, because if they don't know Jesus uh, you know, the next few years, the next few months, the next few weeks, even the next few days are going to be difficult. And you might keep going back round on that roundabout, asking those same questions. I'd like to think that people who go to church who know the Lord Jesus Christ will come to an answer and have that peace that passes all understanding to recognise that whatever's going to happen, God is with them. But for those who do not know the Lord Jesus or kind of know the Lord Jesus or know of the Lord Jesus and uh, are on the fringes of church or outside of church because they don't really want to know, yet they have these fears, it's like going round on a a merry-go-round on one of those horses that goes up and down. And as much as, you know, you're looking on the outside, you're still going round and round and up and down and you still have no real answer, do you? It's a roundabout. And uh, that's very, very sad. But uh, this, this, today, I, I really want to look at um, Matthew 24, verse 6. Matthew tw- 24, verse 6 says this, And you will hear of wars and rumours of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. All these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. And people have this this innate fear of the end, do they not? We have this this thing about when we're growing up and we're going through life and everything, we think we're invincible, that we're going to go on forever. And then as time moves forward slightly, we start to ache a little bit and and, and think, oh, I I didn't recognise or feel that before. And maybe we might go through an illness. Or indeed, the times that we're living in now, we have to be shielded because of an illness that we've already got or possibly because of our age. And we're uncertain of what's going on around us. But the certainty is our faith and the life that we lead with our Lord Jesus Christ. There can be nothing else. And for those listening, thinking this man is crazy because maybe you've never been to church, you've been on the edge of church, on the fringe of church, you've left church. I'm not. Read it for yourself in the, in, in the Bible. Pray to Lord Jesus now and say, you know, show me. I need that comfort. I need that peace. I need that peace that passes all understanding. But God has a plan for us all. And sometimes we are in fear of what's going to happen next. Jesus walked with 12 men who became his 12 best friends. One who was to give him up and he was replaced by a man called Matthias. And yet... Uh, 
we are looking at what is happening uh, in, in the world around us. And we keep asking ourselves the same question, what's going to happen to me? Well, going back to the 12 disciples, maybe they're in the same position. They saw Jesus leave and uh, they most certainly uh, didn't know what was going to happen next other than the fact that Jesus said he was leaving the helper, he was going to send the helper known as the Holy Spirit. But all these men were to move forward after Jesus had ascended. And the church was built and faith grew because of what these men said. And there were men without fear. Uh, they had gone beyond being in fear and worried about what happened. And yet, you would have thought because there were Jesus' 11 or 12 best friends who were doing this work and, and other people like the Apostle Paul who continued that road for Jesus and evangelized, that they would have a happy ending, wouldn't you? But no, this is, this is way out of the truth. Uh, they didn't have a happy ending. Only, only one of the disciples was not put to death. And just to be very clear, just to go very quickly, what happened to these disciples? See, the, James, uh, he was uh, killed. Um, he actually had the courage to stand and talk about Jesus. And when he was brought for execution, the executioner was so convinced of Christ's resurrection that he was also ex uh, ex executed. In other words, the man who was going to put him to death, James kept preaching. James kept talking about Jesus, even to the point of death. At this point, the executioner thought, I can't do this to this man. This man's telling the truth. And he became a Christian there and then, and he was put to death. Philip, uh, Philip saw the glory of Christ after the resurrection, was undoubtedly amazed at Christ's response to his request. And Philip evangelized in Phrygia, this is where hostile Jews had him tortured and then crucified. Matthew. Matthew was a tax collector and desperately wanted the Jews to accept Christ. He wrote his gospel account about 10 years before his death and he was beheaded at Nad, a place called Naddavar. James the Lesser. James was appointed head of the Jerusalem church for many years after Christ's death. He undoubtedly came in contact with many hostile Jews. These men positioned James at the top of the temple in Jerusalem, unwilling to deny Christ. He was cast down from the temple and finally beaten to death with a fuller's club to the head. What a terrible way of going, hey? Peter. Although Peter denied Christ three times just before his crucifixion, after the resurrection, he was willing to be martyred for his belief. According to Esbius, Peter thought himself unworthy to be crucified in the same manner as his master and asked to be crucified head downward. John, very truly I tell you, when you were younger, this is from the book of John, sorry, John 21, 18, verse uh, to 19. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and will lead you to where you do not want to go. Jesus said, to said this to indicate the kind of death of which Peter would glorify God. And then he said to him, follow me. And that's the result what happened to Peter. Peter ended up being crucified. The Apostle Paul, Paul was a self-confessed persecutor of the Christian faith. He started at the greatest, as the greatest skeptic, but spent the rest of his life proclaiming the Christ he once persecuted. And Paul met his death at the hands of the Emperor Nero when he was beheaded in Rome. Andrew, Andrew was introduced to, to his brother Peter 
in Christ and was martyred six years after Peter, after preaching Christ's resurrection to the Scythians and the Thracians, he too was crucified for his faith. Andrew was hanged on an olive tree in the town of Ashia. Thomas, Thomas was known as Doubting Thomas for his reluctance to believe the other apostles witness of the resurrection. And Thomas was thrust with, with pine spears, tormented with red hot plates and then burnt alive. Nathaniel, who was known as Bartholomew, Nathaniel, whose name means gift of God, was truly given a gift to the church through his martyrdom. Unwilling to recant his proclamation of, of the risen Christ, he was flayed and then crucified. Matthias recorded how, um, Acts one twenty six records how Matthias replaced Judas, who had hung himself, as the twelfth apostle of Christ. Matthias, of which the least is known, is said by um, uh, Eusebius to have preached in Ethiopia and he was later stoned while hanging upon a cross. Judas Thaddeus. In, uh, Judas, and not Iscariot, um, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to be in the world? Uh, after he witnessed Christ's resurrection, Judas knew the answer. He preached the risen Christ in the midst of pagan priests in Mesopotamia, and he was eventually beaten to death with sticks, showing to the world that Christ was indeed Lord and God. Remember, that was Judas, not Judas Iscariot. And Simon the Zealot. Simon was a, jeal- was a Jewish zealot who strived to set his people free from Roman oppression. After he saw his own eyes that Christ had been resurrected, he became a zealot of the gospel. Historians tell of the many places Simon proclaimed the good news of Christ's resurrection. Egypt, Cyrene, Africa, Britain, Libya and Persia. His martyrdom brought him about by, was brought about by a governor in Syria who verified um, when he wouldn't, sorry, and he, he basically he, he wouldn't give up his testimony for Christ. And then there's John. John is the only one of the twelve disciples who died of a natural death. Although he did not die a martyr's death, he did live a martyr's life. He was exiled to the island of Patmos during the, the reign of Emperor uh, Domitian uh, for his proclaim. Pro, sorry, I beg your pardon for the proclaim proclamation of the risen Christ. It was there that he wrote the last book in the Bible, Revelation, and some traditions say he was thrown into boiling oil before the Latin gate. While this didn't kill him, it was likely it scarred him for life. You see, the reason I've read those and uh, and given a short summary of the 12 disciples and what happened to them was they weren't frightened. They went forth to to preach the gospel in times that were, were very strange indeed. There, there was empires and falls of empires and rise of empires. And everywhere they went, they were met with persecution. But then the church grew and, their, and people's faith grew. And I know it can be frightening sometimes in the times, especially that we are currently living within. But God will bring us through in one shape, form or another. I'm not saying in any way people are going to be martyred through this virus and that people who are listening are going to pass away. But we're aware of friends who have and family members who have 
And we, we are obviously hearing every day about a death rate across the United Kingdom and about those in hospital and also the ravages that this has caused across the lands across this world. But in this time, we need to be steadfast. We need to keep our eyes upon the Christ. We need to keep our eyes upon the cross. We, we shouldn't waver one in one way or another. We should be consistent in our faith. And for those who don't know Christ, we need to be able to be consistent for them also and to show Christ's love to them and be like those those apostles in those days going out into the world and showing Christ's love to to people in our, our villages, our towns, our cities, regardless of the cost that it might have upon ourselves, knowing that our lives are of Christ and that we are called, or shall I use the word commanded, to go forward in him and do what he tells us to do, not what we'd like to do. I know this is a very, very difficult subject, but as I said earlier at the beginning of this this podcast, which is slightly longer than what I would normally do, people are asking me the same questions again and again from inside church, or church plural, and in the world. And the answer still remains the same. The constant is Christ. The constant is the way we live. The constant is we should not be in fear because we know God has his hand upon each of us and has a plan for each of us, however big or small that might be. And because of that, we have nothing to fear and our lives are are to be the one to to share the gospel with our neighbours, with those on the streets, with those in our villages, our towns, our cities, knowing that, that the love of Christ needs to be given to all, especially in these days when people are in fear. Thank you very much for listening time. God bless. Please stay safe.